0: Our next guest. Uh, nestled beside Waipatu Marai on the edge of Hastings is Auntie's garden. The Mara or garden has uh, been nurtured and developed by Auntie Hanui Lawrence for more than 20 years. Her co-papa is that no one should go hungry. She hosts gardening workshops. She's very passionate about growing kumara. And it's certainly a pleasure to welcome Auntie Hanui to our Afternoons. Tēnā koe, Hanui.
1: Oh, kia ora. kia
0: ora. Lovely to have you with us. And uh, going back 20 years, the early days of the garden, was it a bit different then?
1: Yes, it certainly was, yes.
0: Tell us what it was like, and, and I guess how you got the idea.
1: Oh, uh, 20 years ago, it's a um, vacant land adjacent to the, to the marae, and um, I just happened to lean over the fence with my cousin, who, uh, you know, several owners in the land, and talking about it and said well can I turn that into a garden and of course it was used by the club rooms just adjacent for rugby practice and then a few animals from time to time and it was cropped about 30 years prior to me coming along by different uncles and aunts
0: yeah and so how, and how big is it? How big is your garden?
1: oh it's it's, it's big but I don't know about two acres I thought. oh my suppose.
0: goodness that's big that's amazing, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you you got this inspiration. Did you get a lot mm-hmm. of help to to get it underway?
1: Oh well, and um, I just said to my husband when um, Anthea said yes, yes, go for it. So I sent him. I said, go and get the tractor and bring it down, it over, before he changes his mind. And so we did. And then back then, it was uh, things that we grew at home uh, all my life it was. Uh, potatoes, kumara, kamo-kamo, melons, tomatoes, uh, you know, stuff that we liked, kamo-kamo. And uh, it was our staple food that we grew at home, and so I thought it would be um, an enhancement for the marae. Yeah. And so we, we did, and uh, we did that for about nine, ten years that that way. And then we had the opportunity to get some funding from the district Health board and uh, that's when I thought I'd, you know, had a plan for it. Prior to that, but wasn't sure how I could do it because, you know, there's no money, yeah. <laughs> no money available. Uh, except that TPK was, Maori Affairs at the time. Yes. they had some uh, funding to help with gardens and stuff like that. So I went for it, and yeah, and we just planted and have planted ever since.
0: So did that mean you could expand the size? Of the garden, or just what uh, what you grew?
1: Uh, uh, no, it was just uh, patterned differently. And that happened when John Key came, like 2009, mm. to the local TPK, Te Ponekoke. Mm-hmm. And they brought him over to the garden for a visit. And I think it was a, a fund that they gave to Eyes and everything. And uh, that was part of it, so... He uh he planted some corn and Como Como and uh there were Giorgino Tehu who was with him and Peter Sharples and uh Craig Boss at the time, those four MPs were all there plus TBK, and it was a fun day. Fun day of uh, planting and going over the garden and and then we had the opportunity to get some funding from the D H B and uh that's when I had my plan, took it to a friend and said, um, this is what I want to have happen. But the idea really came from the Hamilton Gardens. Have you been there?
0: I haven't, but I, I'm, um, and I'm remiss because I, I've heard so much about it. Everyone just says yes. it's simply amazing. Well, it's,
1: it's amazing today, but what impressed me there was their uh, domestic garden, they called it then. It was just one huge raised garden with a pathway that goes square, with the pathways going through, and on either side there was uh, fruit trees um, growing along the trellises, and it was just beautiful. So I came back thinking I could do that, but chop it all up. And so um, I said to my friend Tracy, "Look, this is what I would like to have. gave him my stick drawings, and he sent back the plan, and he had formed it like a kōru pattern. (laughs) It was just beautiful. So from the top of the garden to the end, I had one pathway, uh, like a figure S, like a letter S from there to the bottom. And then everything else came off it. And so with the DHB funding we got, um, I went for it. And um, this particular day, I had the help from the uh, corrections department with the PDs, you know, these... um, people with their minor infringements yes. or doing their hours.
0: Yep. Great,
1: yes. So I had my plan this particular day. I said, this is what I want to have happen. And they all looked at it, and I said, who's good on the tractor? And someone put up their hand, okay, you'll do. <laughs> and then this guy called Sonny, he had pink gumboots on. He took the plan, they got on the tractor. The ground was already ploughed over, disked, and ready to go. Yep. And so they, they formed it, and I watched them. And the guy with the pink gumbits, he literally dragged his foot around and... They no, followed. Go back, yeah. said it formed it <laughs> and said, track that No, do it again. And I stood there looking, I thought, oh, scratching my head oh, Jesus, this is going to take forever. <laughs> but we actually had it scoped in the one day that they were there. It is magnificent.
0: Course, it is magnificent. I've just uh, looked online. Of course, you can see it online. There's a, a yeah. video, slightly blurry, a drone video, and you're—I yeah. think it's you—right in the middle of the garden, and I think oh, your your husband standing by the by the tractor.
1: Yeah, that that was my sister that particular day, <laughs> um, but yes, and that's how it looked. And of course, the greater blade is that particular width, yeah. and it was just—it looked just beautiful. And so the next thing was uh, laying the um, limestone for the pathways, had that brought in, and then the planting. And I, I think you can visualize it as you oh, see it.
0: it's big. Do you get visitors coming along just to have a look at it?
1: We do. It, oh, hundreds of people have come over the 20 years that have been at the garden. And um, so that done, then we proceeded to plant, and and that's from that day to this. Uh, yeah, it's pretty constant and it's great. I started to have a kiosk, yeah, and um, ah couldn't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> sit there all day and people come dribbling and dread. No, nah, this is not me. Yeah. So uh, the only other alternative was to have a koha, a koha box. And that works? Well, put it this way, it's not sustainable. I couldn't live on it alone. No. So, but I'm fortunate. Um, getting funding each year from TPK. And uh, people bring things, and the resource centre drop me tables and tools, and um, amazing.
0: Is that a mukapuna in the background with you?
1: Yes. Is that annoying you?
0: No, not at all. No, we love it. It's great.
1: (laughs) Shall I go outside? No,
0: no, no. What's her name or his name?
1: (laughs) Her name is Teorewe. Oh, beautiful. Which is a waterfall.
0: Oh, lovely! What a lovely name, gorgeous name. Look, honestly, it's it's a work of art, your garden. And I mean, do do you find, dare I say it, do people abuse it, abuse the privilege, or is it oh, generally? Of
1: course. of course, Yes, they do. But um, yes, that's more prevalent. And I have these amazing grandchildren, eleven of them, yes. who um, we grew up as children, growing, planting. We were planting kumara at four or five years old, and mine have been doing the same. You know when they we plant kumara uh, where I grew up we all our paddocks were full of kumara Yes. all planted by hand all weeded and all harvested mostly by hand um although dad had a one flower uh, a one furrow plow uh, attached to the tractor and um he's on the back of it and i'm on the tractor <laughs> and that worked quite well one row at a time but, um, yeah, and these grandchildren, taught them, yeah, you water yeah. the three, so the two, three-year-old would water, go all over the place. Three-year-old. And then the Threative next time, thing. they know exactly where it goes. So yeah. that was their apprenticeship, watering and then planting yeah. and then weeding and then harvesting. And even to this day, you know, they're in their med- twi- mid-twenties mid now and have their own lives, work and partner here and there. And yeah. So they don't come as often, but I'm very grateful that you know they haven't been surfing or with friends. They're with me in the garden. Well, you've got and you've, that's been amazing. Yeah,
0: you've you've obviously given them a, a wonderful education in the yeah. art of growing, which is a fantastic. Thing. Now, in your opinion, is the kumara is that the best vegetable?
1: Yes, that, kamal kamal, watermelon. Uh, you know, things that I grow. I mean, I've grown magnificent watermelons in the past. Uh, yeah, and, of course,
0: that wonderful Hawke's Bay climate just is uh, just fantastic, as long as there's enough water, of course, but um, it's a beautiful climate for growing, isn't
1: it? It is, and um, things just grow. It's uh, it, The the garden is um, organic. Well, oh, that's a foreign word to me I, uh, long ago. I thought, What's organic? <laughs> it just simply means that I don't spray anything in the garden, and I don't fertilise a lot either. I have these uh, birds that do that. I have these... Um, <clears throat> uh, wonderful birds with the um, the, the uh, oh, what do you call them? With the little feather on the top of the quail.
0: Oh, yeah. oh yes, and, the quail. and
1: every spring they come, and they're ground nesters. Yes, and then you know be walking around and, and the cabbages, and then you see these oodles of little babies come yeah. come out. So wonderful to see.
0: And the way they rush across the land. I mean, yes. they, they don't fly much, but yes. they rush. They're sort of little yes. speedy little runners, aren't they? <laughs> they're funny. They, that yeah. really... So
1: everything is really just uh, pure food actually
0: And so your typical day, um, Auntie, is, is what, up early and tending the garden most days?
1: Yes, especially in the summer I'm, I'm up when the sun's up And, um, you know, that's usually 6, 5.30 But now at 6.30 it's still dark mm. You know, so it just moves But it's, we're moving into um, autumn and it's time for harvesting, really. And so, um, yeah, I don't go down so early. The garden's looking great. Uh, and, um, you know, I like it to look good. So, you know, you've got to work at it. And then, of course, we don't have to spray anything. So um, the weeding part is constant, which I like to do. I don't mulch. Yeah. Um, I have had that in the past. Of it's messy. So I don't do it.
0: You've got a good hoe.
1: I've got a good hose, a good back, and off I go. That's my favorite job is I call it nurturing.
0: Well, it sounds like it keeps you young, Auntie Hanoi? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you know, I wonder when I can't do it anymore, um, it'll probably be history.
0: Well, I hope not. I hope there's. uh, I think you might might have left a legacy there because it is such a beautiful piece of uh, work. The design of it is just delightful, and uh, all those great nutritious goodies uh, growing there—fantastic. And of course, last year this time, uh, it was buckets of rain coming in your direction. How did the uh, garden fare through the cyclone?
1: We were very blessed. We did not get flooded. Uh, well, we're on the east side, and most of the east side of Hawke's Bay wasn't touched. A little bit of Havelock, Havelock North, and a bit of Clive, and uh, the area where we live. But um, And we didn't get flooded out, except the kumara. Was, um, I knew they weren't going to be great, because we had rain all last year, mm. you know, and kumara don't like wet
0: no, that really affected them up north as well, didn't it, big yes, time? Yes, they,
1: they got flooded out. You know, what was it, something like 70% of yes. their crops lost. Yeah. Because if the water covers the kumara, they, two or three days, they're rotten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really sad. But um, we were lucky. But I didn't have a good yield of kumara, but I got some enough to, you know, propagate my own for the next this season. Yes. But... Um, you know they were kind of small anywhere through everything that i could to get the the tipus or the plants yeah. and i had calls coming from oh te teko, from ruatuki from Nui for plants even local and i couldn't supply even the local growers yes. there's one here brett with his you sow we grow yes we sow you grow and he wanted brett i can't give it to you i in the end i had to ration because I wanted it for my own yes. regulars and uh, I had to ration it to 50 plants yeah. each. Wow. That's um, so a y- beautiful crop this year.
0: You also, well that's lovely isn't it? That's a, that's a relief. You write your own recipes too.
1: Yes, I, and I have the opportunity to write an article in the local um, newspaper. And that hasn't been easy because I like to create them from the garden uh, and so I look at the kale, what can I do with you and and try and move it around and um, i've been, I've even made a persimmon cake, uh, a kale cake uh, that's just a basic recipe with those things added, um, you know and then you know trying to be creative with meat and vegetables and yeah it's a little bit hard.
0: It sounds uh, like these uh, plants are your mates, the way you talk to them, so fondly or talk about them
1: <laughs> they are. There's no politics there. <laughs> Everybody's of one mind, one heart.
0: Yeah, just grow lush and beautiful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you're also part of the Māori Growers Collective. Tell us a little yes. bit about that.
1: Well, it's uh, called Tahuri Fenua, which uh, to me means what goes round comes round. It's mm-hmm. you know, glowing. We're just whole circle, just keep growing all year round. And I've been a member of that for 20, 20 years. And... Um, uh, Dr. Nick Ross Cruz, who's based in Palmerston North, a lecturer, and he's got a few things after his name. I can't remember what they are. <laughs> but he's uh, excellent. He's been our chairman. Excellent base for learning. I mean, I've learned a lot myself from growing these vegetables, not just from our Tahori Fenova, but from people that come. Like kale, for instance, you know, it's cow kai. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's the in kai. It's got these anti. Oxidant or whatever that yes, is. Yes. And they make Oxidant, smoothies. Yeah. and, and um, Oh, and yeah, very yeah. cool. Kale's so cool, Very isn't cool. It? Yeah. So I know what you I've mean. learnt a lot <laughs> about that. I, ca-
0: I come from a time when broccoli was uh, unusual. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> even broccoli. Um, yeah. Not a fan of it, but, you know, we do have our favourites, like spinach and rocket. Oh, yes. Oh, amazing. We have beautiful crops of that. And the rocket, when I sow it, you, you wouldn't believe it. it's up in three days. Wow. Three days it's it's sprouting. And the spinach, five days.
0: Well, and so, ma- um, you've, you've done a great sell job on your Waipatu, uh, waipatu Marae uh, garden, Auntie's garden, and if people want to come, where do they come to, Anui?
1: they They come to the Marae. The Marae is um, just out of Hastings, uh, heading towards on the main coast road to Napier. It's only a three-minute drive out of town and... Where I live, it's only about a five-minute... I don't live on on the yes. Marae, but um, it's just down the road. And there is a sign out, but you can't see it from the road. That's right. the thing.
0: But and you're welcome. And when
1: people discover it, they come on in. Yes, they've got to drive in.
0: But they're welcome. That's great. Oh, and, very welcome. And a wikoha, uh, if they take any of the vegetables, the beautiful, yes. fresh vegetables. Yes. Wonderful. Well, I, I,
1: I like to think of it as a, a value koha, Yes. whatever they see in my head I think, you know, a lettuce is a dollar, a bunch of this is a dollar. Yes. You can go away with ten items and it's ten dollars. Well wow. where can you buy that? From any supermarket. I'm but, on the way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um no, my grandchildren get quite upset when they see people come and don't contribute to anything. Yes. But I'd say to them, Well don't don't worry about the money. Yeah. It's um you know, if I didn't have the um funding But we couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, Mm. that's right. And possibly they really need it desperately, so you can sort of uh, think of it that way as well. Auntie Hanui, congratulations, and lovely to chat with you. We've uh, we've really enjoyed uh, this experience, and good luck with uh, your beautiful auntie's garden.
1: Oh, yes. And I have have written a book on it that um, might be of interest to you. Yeah, what's it. it called? It's called The Kumara Vine.
0: The Kumara Vine.
1: And, and it's um, about um, uh, people, myself, a bit of history, uh, some of the workshops that I've done, uh, the recipes, and uh, just in general, the garden. It's a pictorial, I suppose, beautiful. pictorial memoir. I haven't yet seen the, uh, I've seen the the edits, but I haven't actually seen the finished book. Oh, product so it's not yet. quite
0: published yet. Okay. Not quite published yet. Well, We'll be in touch in a, yeah, in a few months and uh, we'll, we'll find out, out anyway. more. You can have a second crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lovely to chat with you. Thank you All so right. much. Kiora. Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you very much. Wonderful, Auntie Hanui Lawrence. There for twenty years, she's had uh, her garden at Waipatu Marae. Doesn't it sound like a delight? And I tell you what, look up on Google. Just Google um, Waipatu Patu Marae Auntie's Garden, um, Auntie Hanui's Garden, and you'll see the, the shape of it. It's quite stunning, fantastic.